Welcome to another Recovery Unplugged podcast. We appreciate you tuning in. We are thankful and grateful uh, for your support in this time here at America's Keswick. Uh The topic uh, we have today is recovery in the church. Uh, can be a confusing topic to some and maybe to others it's just very relatable. Hi, my name is Chaplain Juan Mendez. I am the current director of the Colony of Mercy. I have over 30 years of recovery experiences. 15 of those years was was spent in a, my active addictions. And, and thankful be the God I have 15 years uh, learning, growing, developing on the other side of the street. And so I am grateful to be here today to share a little bit about what it means to it, it, that it recovery within the church. But when I when I think about recovery, I think about my own journey where um, I, I, I went to AA, I went to NA, I went to AAA and all the A's and I and landed in the basement of a church. And in that basement of the church, uh, some of the family members I had started sharing that maybe you should think about going in the church to find some resources. And early in, 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 this is 16 years ago, and early in that journey, I noticed that there were some that were uh, informed about addictions, and then there was others uh, that had questions about the way I was living. And so just to clarify some things, you know, uh, and ask uh, asking some questions, is the church equipped to deal with recovery? Is it, uh, do you believe seeking uh, out recovery is an individual responsibility? Is it the church's job or is it the individual's job to, to get it together, um, to straighten up? Uh, should addictions be farmed out to specialists? Uh, you hear all these terms about addiction counselors and addiction psychologists. And, and so they have different terms and terminologies in the different fields that, that kind of cover uh, what they might call substance abuse and things like that. And so... Do you believe, as uh, uh, when you talk about the topic of addictions, the substance abuse, and all these things of recovery, should it be farmed out to specialists that understand it? Uh, the concept of recovery in the church has been a love-hate relationship. So I've, I've had many discussions with many different church members, from the person that cleans the bathrooms to the person that is bishop over many churches and, and pastors and leaders all in between. And I realized that there's a array of thoughts um, about what, it means to be uh, or to deal with things like the topics of addictions, um, you know, and uh, some people believe that uh, the church is uh, sin is sin and, and, and that we need to deal with it the way we deal with any other sin. And some others say uh, may say that it needs a special attention and, and people that are uh, familiar or abreast about how addiction works and so yeah i'm not saying who's right or wrong in in these scenarios what i'm saying is that there's an array of thoughts when it comes to dealing with addictions how about you what are your thoughts uh what are your perceptions what are your views on if a person sat in front of you and say hey listen i'm struggling with addiction what will be your response do you have a response do you have connections and resources that you can you know so that's just the questions so one of the church's many strengths over the years Churches has been a welcome, affirming atmosphere, and it offers that to anyone that attends. Like that's what the church has uh, has the testimony of being for years. It it is supposed to be created. It's supposed to be creating an environment where people are welcome there. Sinners who 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 are drug up the streets can come there and find safety. People who are 
well off and 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 need their lives uh transformed it's welcoming it's affirming it's an atmosphere it should be after created to breathe that environment um it, sh it, it should be able to uh, deal with people who struggle and, and socially with these socially unacceptable behaviors and being welcomed. Uh, and that should be a draw. Uh, you know, and you think about biblical terms and back, you know, you look at Jesus, right? Jesus says in Matthew, in Matthew 9 says, And having seen the crowd, he was moved with compassion for them because they were wearied and cast away as sheep not having shepherds. And if you ever knew anybody who struggled with addictions, you ever knew somebody who struggled with a stronghold, you ever knew somebody who was caught in bondage, you notice that they they lack directions and hope and 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 they're lost. And Jesus had compassion on them. As you go through the city, uh, you'll see many people with signs and uh, and and many people with requests. Uh, I'll work for food. Um, uh, I'm a veteran and I'm struggling. I'm homeless and you'll see signs and you'll see cans and you'll see you'll see array of that in the city. And while we and, and I want to say me uh, sometimes might be getting irritated and have a lot of thoughts about why that person is there. Jesus had compassion on people that were struggling. So whether we're right and we're wrong in a situation where you know whether do we help or not help, that's not really. What the thought is, the thought is, do we have compassion? Even if it's, oh, I don't want to give this person no money or finances because I don't want him to, to, to use him or her to use it in, in a negative way. I hear you, but are you praying for them? Or So that's just questions that, uh, ask yourself these questions. If you take a moment, uh, is addiction something you, you or a loved one have struggled with? If you yourself have struggled with addictions or are struggling right now, there's help, there's hope. Have you have you thought about your struggle because you have not struggled? Have you thought about this struggle uh, because you have not struggled in this area? And so many people uh, have a measuring stick and say, hey, you know, I haven't struggled in this area. Um, and we, we kind of we kind of balanced our measuring stick because I'm not like those guys. And and we even see it in the, uh, the, the, uh, the addiction in in. Uh, in addiction community, oh, I'm not like the guy who does heroin, the alcoholic will say. And the guy who's heroin, at least I'm not drunk, you know, and the and the drunkard will say to the guy who who smoke at least I don't smoke cigarettes and at least I'll you know and everybody has this way of comparing their own measuring sticks to to what they do versus what somebody else does. So, uh have you ever uh, it, have you have you or do you look down on someone who's struggling? Uh, culturally, we won't say this out loud, but we have done this for years. The world does this every day. And I've noticed that with the issues in the culture, the world, and that's why even in the Christian community, we have people who, we have socially divided folks uh, in these areas. So if I don't struggle with addiction, I don't have anything to struggle, you know, anybody in my family struggling with addiction. I kind of look down on those people who struggle with addiction. Have you felt that uh you, if you struggle with addiction and you, you you have you felt that the church has let you down and so sometimes the church is just not equipped to deal with it and um what i mean uh and there's a, what i mean by church let me back up a little bit the working definition of church is just a um 
the called out believers. It's not the building. It's not the denomination. It's the people that Jesus has called out into, uh, as Jesus has called out into the world, has saved and the universal church that he is in them and they are in him and, and walking with him. And I'm not talking about any specific church or body. I'm talking about the whole universal church, the little C Catholic church. And the church should always model Jesus, the service of Jesus. So the problem uh, with the church, and in, 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 no, not the problem with the church, because I, I'm not equipped to say or call out all the problems with the church, but Barna shows that the church can be irrelevant to real life situation. That's what the world has said. I even heard that they're not even believing that pastors and leaders are equipped to deal with their current issues. And Barna, the, the Barna study shows that the church has become irrelevant in people's current situation. And that's why, and so as a church, the body of Christ, we get, we get upset of all these other entities. But I can tell you, if we were doing our job and being relevant, maybe all these other entities wouldn't be um, as effective or wouldn't be as uh, glamorized. You know, they're looking shiny because we are not doing what we're supposed to do in this specific area. So the church and recovery is a very love-hate relationship. And so how do how and what do you believe will determine what you do? How a person believes, if you're struggling today, if you believe that you're always struggling, that your life is um, always going to, you, you're always going to live like this and that you don't deserve anything but that, you, you will continue to make decisions based on what you believe. Sometimes you believe you you might believe that uh, your life is too far gone that you made so many negative you've went too far is what I hear sometimes. Sometimes it's a loved one saying that uh, Tommy has went too far or he will never return. And maybe you've said that, and maybe I've said that as well. And so, uh, if not, substance abuse disorder is a common co-occurring issue alongside. Of in, in just some issues, uh, and uh, we have learned here at America's Keswick that uh, many people that struggle, many individuals that struggle with with substance abuse and addictions also have this co-occurring issue with, with trauma, PTSD, and things like that. They, they kind of work against the individual's growth. So how can it be addressed? This topic can be addressed many other, many different ways, many different avenues with many different resources. There's a lot of ways you can attack or deal with or work through uh, addictions and marrying it with the church or the church can, uh, can approach it. But I think a couple ways I'd just like to point out is preventative maintenance. Preventative maintenance encompass many uh, proactive methods or methodologies. I mean, being proactive, trainings, education, support groups, uh, seminars, in-person community settings like the church can do a, a great job with uh, with these type of support and you don't even have to be a professional to remove these stigmas around addiction um, but let God transfer you into a new person by changing the way you think we have a, a transforming and a renewing of the mind a high priest of our, our understand uh, understands our weaknesses and faced all the same testing there so christ understood 
exactly what we go through. He understands. He, he is relevant to the issues that we are going through. We have a great high priest that understands that. And it, it will do us just, justice as a church to, to be just as understanding when, when individuals are struggling with these things. And, and we, we don't want to always farm everything out. We want to make sure that there's resources within the body of Christ that can help people who are struggling. Another thing, are we committed to truth? Now, you might be struggling today. Are you walking in the true identity that Christ has given you? Uh, Christ has shown us in his word who we are in him. Are we walking in that true identity? Are we walking in, in disciplines that God is allowing us to do? And the church has a great way of presenting very various ways of habits, uh, serving others, uh, uh, you know, serving God and, and, and walking in truth and the community settings where where it will be proactive for a person coming out of addition and learning the truth and understanding that you're committed to truth. And Jesus says himself, he proclaims that, and you will know the truth and the truth will set you free. In recovery, people are looking for freedom. Freedom from sin, freedom from the circumstances, freedom from their addictions, freedom from life uh uh life the way they are living um just free to live life according to the purpose that christ i mean people are looking for so christ himself is proclaiming freedom that is a commitment to truth and and, and it says later on in that scripture and you will know the truth and the truth would set you free but you got to know the truth in order to be set free and many times um, we pause for a moment right here to think about this. What are the lies that you are believing? And, under, and I've recognized in many cases dealing with many people and even myself, there's lies that we're believing. There's fears that we have that we are operating in that are counterproductive and hindering what God is trying to do in our life. And, and this, the church is also good for a support team. This is how the early church provided helpful foundation for healing. They devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and the fellowship and the koinonia and the breaking of the prayer and prayer and acts. It, it demonstrates, and later on in that chapter, and it, as it demonstrated that the, the believers were in community with each other, supporting each other, it says, added those day, uh, in those days, added daily people that were being saved. And so the testimony was that believers were loving on each other. They were, they were, uh, they were working with each other. They were providing for each other they were loving on and 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 the outside community was able to see and see that testimony and they draw it there there it draw them to them and in that day people were, were at it daily being saved and so those are just a few thoughts uh when it comes to recovery in the church and and i know some people might think you know all sin is sin and why do we separate it and others might think you know, no, we need to have support for this community of people. I say uh, that there's a there's a array, array of different ways to, to think through this. And maybe you personally are not equipped to deal with recovery, but there always somebody, there, there's, there's always somebody else that God can bring in your life as a team of support. Or maybe you're struggling right now in your addiction and the church has let you down. And I want to tell you, you're not alone uh, here at America's Kazakh. We deal with those issues straight on, and we are equipped to, to walk a person through those addictions. I want to thank you for tuning in to another 
Recovery Unplugged. God bless you.